0: Good morning, Christ City Church. Uh, My name is Matthew. I'm one of the pastors here at Christ City. We're really excited uh, that you're joining us and tuning in to our live stream this morning as we are uh, hosting our service here at our offices on H Street in Northeast Washington, D.C. We've got an amazing service lined up for you today and pray that it uh, ministers to your soul, that it encourages your faith and uh, provides you with courage and strength for the journey ahead. So let me pray for us as we begin our service. God, I thank you for this moment and this morning that you have afforded us. God, I pray that um, as we are tuning in and as we are listening uh, to the stream, God, I pray that we would be present. I pray that we would listen intently, that we would engage. God, I pray that you would meet us where we are, that you would speak to us and uh, through the things that we'll hear, through the things that we'll sing, that you'll speak to us even in the midst of our living rooms and dining rooms and bedrooms, wherever it is that we're watching the stream, God, that you would minister to us in this moment, and that we would have a sense that you are real, that you are present, that you are a God who strengthens and who encourages and who is our strength in times of trouble. pray all of these things in Christ's name. Amen.
1: Please stand as you're able to reverence the reading of God's word. Today's reading is from Psalm 126. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, his love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens, his love endures forever who spread out the earth upon the waters his love endures forever who made the great lights his love endures forever the sun to govern the day his love endures forever the moon and stars to govern the night his love endures forever this is the word of the Lord Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? God, thank you for the psalmist's words that remind us of what is so true and yet what we forget so often that your love endures forever. And God, as we continue throughout this morning and we hear testimony of of folks who are reminding us of how good you are, may our hearts be filled by the power of your spirit and be reminded and prompted to worship you. You are great. You have done great things. We are grateful for you for the ways that you are at work within us and around us in our city in spaces where we can't even see. And so we thank you for this morning, God. And we pray all of these things in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Good uh good morning church. I'm glad to be with you again. Thank you for for tuning in and for joining us and um, tuning into the live stream. Uh, I do hope that you will uh, uh, leave comments in the, sec- the uh, comment section in the chat. Um, I Just wanna kind of jump in straight away to the message. Earlier this month, uh, we began a sermon series uh, where we walked through the Old Testament book of Psalms entitled Strength for the Journey. Um, our aim in this series uh, has been to answer this one prevailing question. How do we sustain in our work of justice and the ongoing work of faith? How do we keep going in the struggle and the pain and in the disappointments, including disappointments that we may have even with the Lord or with the church? What what is it that will sustain us? Um, Over the past few weeks, we've uh, explored a handful of the Psalms, beginning with Psalm 46, where we were reminded that that God is our refuge, our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore we will not fear, the psalmist says, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. We were reminded of the ever-present nature of God in our lives and in our life circumstances. We anchored in the truth of God's presence, a a truth that has the ability to transform circumstances and situations because God is a God who is active, who is mighty, who is at work uh, and at the work of peacemaking and weapon breaking. And God's invitation to us in the midst of all of this is an invitation to join him in his work and to abide in him, to rest in him, to be known by him and to know and to be still in the presence of God. In Psalm 130, we explored the spiritual disciplines needed to sustain in the work of justice more deeply. Pastor Justin walked us through some of the sustaining practices of faithful civil rights leaders like Dr. King and John Lewis, noting that in their lives the ways that Psalm 135 through six took shape. As the psalmist writes there, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits. And in his word I hope my soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning, more than those who watch for the morning. Pruning and protecting were the words of the day for Psalm 130. If we are to sustain ourselves and one another, In the work that is at hand, we must consider what God is inviting us to prune from our lives, what habits, what practices, what relationships um, that need to be shed, perhaps for a season or maybe permanently. And what needs to be protected, what spaces, what rhythms, what disciplines need to be protected and honored in our lives so that we may run the race of justice that's marked out for us. Last week, Andrea presented us a picture of the mothering image of God that comes to us through Psalm 130. A child quieted by one's mother, the invitation to us is to put our hope in the God who holds us, who nurtures us, who weans us, who loves us and cares for us in the midst of struggle and fight and provides uh, provides a, a contentment in the Holy One even as we experience holy discontentment in a world of injustice. And today I want us to look at Psalm 136. I want us to not just look at it, I want us to experience Psalm 136. In Psalm 136, you may have noticed from Lisa's reading, we have two things going on here. First, we have a retelling of the Exodus story, the story of God leading the Israelites out of captivity, out of slavery in Egypt. And then the second thing that's going on in the passage is this cadence of, of his, of God's enduring love forever. God's love endures forever. God's love endures forever. With each line in the story that's being told in Psalm 136, the refrain comes, his love endures forever. The psalm opens with these three repeated lines that invite us to give thanks. Verses one through three, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. And from there, the author begins to recount the creation narrative. How God created the world and then moves to how God rescued Israel from slavery. But in between each of these lines of this narrative is this chorus. His love endures forever. Psalm, 132, psalm 136 is only 26 verses long. But there's a summary of the psalm in verses 22 through 34. It says this, He remembered us in our low estate. His love endures forever. And freed us from our enemies, his love endures forever. He gives food to every creature, his love endures forever. The psalmist writes that God remembered, that God freed, and that God provided. And this is a summary not just of Israel's history, but a summary of their salvation. God remembered. And the Hebrew notion of remembrance isn't simply a cognitive act, something that that happens in the mind. To remember in the biblical sense is to do something. At the end of Genesis, as the Hebrew slaves are leaving Egypt, the scripture says that they remembered Joseph, the faithful Hebrew son who became the second in command in Pharaoh's uh, empire, and he saved his people. Joseph had been dead and buried for generations, and yet they remembered him. And that remembering, it prompted an action. They went and they dug up his bones and they carried them with them into the promised land because in the biblical sense, remembering requires action. When we remember the work of Christ, it isn't a mental exercise, it's a bodily action. The weekly rhythm of coming to the communion table, the body and blood of Christ broken and shed for us, and the daily acts of living in light of Christ's work in us are our acts of remembrance. God remembered, God acted on behalf of God's children. And that action came in the form of liberation and provision. God freed and God provided. The psalmist says he freed us from our enemies and he gave food to every creature. What Psalm 136 is, is it's actually a testimony. It is itself a retelling, a remembering, a reminding to us that God has worked in the past, that God has remembered, that God has acted to liberate and to provide. And God can be trusted to do so again because God's love endures forever psalm 136 is a testimony and a reminder in the in the wearisome fog of struggle of the struggle for justice and the fight of faith the road can get sometimes long and there are days where we need reminders where we need stories that emerge from our lives and from our past of how God acted in the past we need to to borrow from the faith of our spiritual brothers and sisters because there are days where our faith tanks are empty is there not and that's what the psalmist is doing, It's reminding us that God remembers us in our lowest states, that God frees us from our enemies, that God provides for us in the wilderness because his love endures forever. We have some testimonies from folks within the Christ City community that have been recorded and sent in. Short words of encouragement, ways that they have experienced the enduring love of God in the past few months. We also have some folks on a Zoom call right now who will be sharing their testimonies live with us here in the live stream. And here's what I want to invite the rest of you to do. Um, I want you to share your testimony of how you've witnessed and experienced the enduring love of God in these recent months. And I want you to share it in the comments section on Facebook and on YouTube, on Twitch, and on our live stream at our website. Just in the chat section, just write out your testimony. Just write out your, your word of encouragement to your church from the Lord. And we're going to be reading those testimonies live here on the live stream in just a moment. Now again, I know this isn't exactly uh, how we've done testimony services before, um, but we're going to give this approach a, a, a shot and trust uh, that God will use it to remind us of his great love. And again, you know, I know this is new, uh, it's not exactly how we've done it before, but um, but well, we're trusting God uh, in the middle of all of this and in the middle of our technology. Praise the Lord. Um, with that, um, I want to open the floor to the testifiers. Um, leave your comments in the chat. And I want to um, turn our attention um, to some of the testimonies that we have on our Zoom call. Um, we've got uh, three folks lined up uh, on, the, on the call. We have Ali Booth, Eric Brown, four. We've got four folks. Man, we, look, God is blessing us. Uh, we've got Nara, and uh, we've got Eric and Easy, and Ali. I think I've said all those names like three or four times already. So we're just gonna we're just gonna turn it. Um, the first uh, first word we're gonna hear is
2: from uh, Easy. So Easy, you got a word for us? Hey guys, um, just thankful to be here with the Christ City fam. Um, I just wanted to uh, reiterate kind of what Watson was saying earlier today. As I was reading uh, Psalms 136, it kind of felt like the greatest hits of the OT with the forming of the world, Exodus, deliverance from the Kings. And um, in terms of that remembrance, it made me figure out and kind of remember all the little, all the things I look back now and I'm like, oh, wow, I went through that. That was easy compared to what's going on right now. And um, that remembrance just made me give thanks to the Lord because I know like there were some low points back in the day and those greatest hits. Just like how the uh, people of Israel had, I'm having those, and you guys are having those too. Um, and then it reminded me; it's like kind of eerie when I was reading uh, John uh, 16 this uh, this week, the part where it says, "Behold, the hour is coming, indeed that it has indeed that it has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home." I was like, "Oh, dang!" <laughs> like, keep our I, I don't want to take out of context, but. He probably also wrote it for like this time too, when we were all about to be in quarantine in our own homes. But what gave me, uh, you know, faith and and endurance is the fact that he said that I have said these things to you that in me, you may find peace. So there's no idea that I have for business, no PhD, no policy changes in government will actually give me like any peace. And that's what um, keeps me going is, is finding peace in Jesus during this time, because he also said that in the world we'll, we will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So um, that's really my encouragement to everyone here. Um, that you know, we tr- to tr- truly find peace, it would be in Him and not anything else around us. While we fight for justice um, and 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 love for everybody. So, thanks. Mm. Thanks for All that, words. word. You.
0: Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you. Miss um, Nara, I think you're up next.
3: Good morning, Christ City family. Um, I'm really excited to be able to participate in this service this morning. And I have like a very specific example of I guess God's enduring love in my life. So (laughs) I think My example is going to circle circle around um, divine provision. And at first I was thinking, oh, he's provided me housing, he's provided me these resources that I needed. But I think what he really provided me was a a community, was a a family. So when I call you guys my family, I really feel and mean that. Um, When I came to Christ City Church, I was in a pretty uncomfortable um, living situation. It had gotten so bad that um, I would spend late nights at work so I wouldn't have to go home or I would be on my way home from work and Just stop and sit on like a bus stop bench so I wouldn't have to go inside or I would stay in my bedroom for days and like have a meal, one meal in three days just because I didn't want to go into the kitchen or go into the common spaces. And, um, you know, going into COVID and being under quarantine, everything just got, I mean, multiplied by a million so if I was uncomfortable before, I was desperately uncomfortable during COVID. It got to the point where I just knew I needed to move. I knew I needed to leave. I didn't have anything in place to make that happen. Um, and so I really had to lean heavily on the church to do so. I was able to you know, find housing and find um, a place to move to that's safe and comfortable and affordable within a matter of three days. So between making the decision to get out of there and actually getting out of there and into somewhere better, it was three days unheard of for me. Um, and I mean, I'm in grad school. I think by now many people know that. So I'm needing to go to school. And now where I live, it's costing me about $40 a day to get there. And I was just like, you know, I know we're in the the Psalms, but I have to read this proverb. It's Proverb um, 1022. It says the Lord's blessing enriches and added no painful effort with it. And I'm like, Lord, I know you didn't bring me here to make me drop out of school right? I know you didn't make me come live here and then not be able to keep pursuing this mission that I'm on. And I mean, within days, no, within weeks of having moved to where I was, a family from my Christ City family was like, you know what? We have this car. God told us to give it to you. Here you go. I mean, just unheard of blessings, things that I never, I, I've i never heard of, things that I would never have expected. Um, and I just, if that's not Absolute divine provision and God's blessing and favor on my life, and I don't know what else to call it.
0: Amen, amen. amen. Thank you for that, Miss Nara. That's um, that encourages. That's that's encouraging to me. Um, like uh, we've got Ali Booth. Um, Ali, Thank you've God. got a word for us. Yeah. Hi,
4: um, church. Um, so about a year ago, I started really praying um, earnestly for God to show his presence to me. I feel like um, for the past several years, um, even as I've been pursuing God, even as I've been seeking him, um, I haven't felt his presence, which has made seeking him feel like like a heavy burden and one that I feel like I've been carrying largely alone. Um, he hasn't used his presence to confirm um, his goodness or even sometimes to confirm his existence to me, which was made seeking him really hard. Um, and so I started praying that about a year ago, um, just for him to show me his presence. And um, he didn't answer that prayer then. Um, and I just felt like things were really exacerbated when COVID started as like literally every person, um I have really struggled during this time. And so I just continued to pray that prayer. Um, And finally, in the past few weeks, God has really uh, revealed his presence to me and shown me how near he is and how near he has been. Um, He hasn't necessarily answered the substance of my questions, but um, having him close makes walking through this season, and seeking him, um, completely a transformed journey. Um, The words in Psalm 84, 10 through 11 have been resonating with me during these weeks where it says, "Uh, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. And it's not like those words changed um, from before I saw God answer my prayer and after. But when he made me aware of his presence, the verse better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere suddenly rings true because I can see the worth of God. Um, when I'm aware of his presence, I'm able to believe that he will not withhold anything good from me. And that um, even if I um, don't know what he's doing, even if I don't know what his plans are for my life, I can trust that the unknown path that's in God is better than the best I could imagine for myself. And so my encouragement to you church is to um, continue praying and trusting that God will answer those prayers, even if it takes a long time. And even if you haven't seen him lately um, and trust that he's near to you now, even if, um, even if you can't feel it.
0: Thank you for that, Allie. That resonates uh, so much with me. Thank you so much for, um, for these testimonies. I want to encourage all of you tuning in as you're, as you're hearing this keeping sort of one ear to the, to the live stream, but also put your own testimony. Maybe it's a, a word of scripture. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's just a word or an image that God has given you that's sustained, sustained you and has um, reminded you of God's enduring love. Go ahead and drop that in the chat um, or in the comment section. Um, we want all of you to participate as, as much as you feel led and as much as you're able to um, with your authentic self to be able to, um, to bear witness to God's enduring love. Um, and then we've got uh, Eric, uh, Eric Brown. Uh, on the call, Eric, uh, what's the word that you have uh, for your church?
5: Aloha, friends, and I think I really do mean friends because when I thought about <clears> how <throat> am I feeling God's enduring love, I realized it's through um, through my friends and through my family when this process, this whole COVID process for started, the thing I felt most acutely was that my world was very small all of a sudden. And the thing I needed most was for everything in life not to be just about, just about COVID. Um, and it has been in particular um, this month um, that I've just been able to hear the um, joys and experiences of other of other people, whether it's um, some um, good family news. Um, I was thinking about this, and literally I'm scrolling down, I'm looking through Facebook, and I see this huge porch that has been made in the back of my house back home, like literally right before this, and I'm like blown away, and it's like life is still going on, um, and there are such small things in some ways, and I have had the tendency to not really appreciate the small things, but um, it's been this moment where God has really forced me to like sit back and be like, these things matter. Um, there's life all around you. Um, you can just look around and, and see it. Um, I think the other thing has just been people stepping up and speaking into my life um just providing me like small things i didn't expect again some small silly things like a friend who i'm just talking to and i'm like i need something to do but actually he sends me all to his video games he's like my thing's broken he sends it to me or just I was stressed one day, and one of my other friends will call him out. Like David, he just calls me up. It's just the spirit like told him that I needed to talk to him, um, and that's not a thing that's ever happened to me before. Um, so over and over again, um, I'm just seeing these moments where um, God is saying, "There's life here, even in the midst of all the things that are going on," and um, that. Full people care about you and I care about you. And so, um, we really are, um, the, um, the hands and feet of God. Um, and I've just experienced that over and over and over again in this, in this, um, time period. And, um, so I guess what I want to say, um, to y'all is, um, it's my testimony, but it's also my thanks, um, this church, into this community, um, for um, showing um, God's love um, just by your care, your thought, and your um, your concern. Um, this church has been, um, I think, um, a real example of what God is doing, and I appreciate being able to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for that, um, Eric. One of the one of the themes that I'm hearing uh, through through all the testimonies, and this was not not quite planned in this way, but one of the one of the themes that I'm hearing is the way that we experience God's enduring love is through the care and compassion of others, uh, the ways that God would use us to display His enduring love. Um, so that that resonates with me, uh, both that it comforts me and challenges me. I have a couple of uh, folks within the Christ City community that, um, uh, that, that wanted to participate in the testimony service, but they're out of town and weren't able to, to call in. So they um, videoed uh, some testimonies ahead and, and sent them over to us. Uh, so we have uh, two videos, one from Lucas Franz and one from Carolyn Fong. Um, so let's give a listen to them.
6: Hi church, This is Lucas, um, and yeah, just, uh, was asked by Pastor Watson to share a little bit, um, about God's, just seeing God's enduring love during this, um, just these last couple months, this, this crazy time. Um, but yeah, just, um, I think, yeah, one of the most challenging things during this time, uh, has been, um, being away from family. Um, my, I grew, I originally, I'm from Bogota, Colombia, so like South America, and my parents, most of my family still there. Um, so it's, it's been very challenging. Um, there's travel restrictions, so there's just no uh, easy way to um, go home or for them to come up here. Um, and it's, it's definitely felt isolating, but um, I think a way um, I've just seen God's love um, just endure through the season has really been through Uh, my girlfriend and um, her parents that have, um, yeah, when I just haven't had um, any family around that family, yeah, family's just important to me. They've just taken me in. um, uh, Yeah, especially my girlfriend's parents. They've just, uh, anytime they invite me up um, uh, to their house to visit them, to stay with them, um, get out of the city um, and just vacation trips and everything, which has been just so amazing, and just such a—I've um, just felt so loved during this time, and just during a time where um, it's, yeah, so hard to see family. Um, I've just felt God's enduring love through them, through their generosity, um, just through their, yeah, their, through their care. So, um, yeah, just wanted to share that.
3: Good
7: morning, Church. Carolyn here. Um, when asked about how I have felt God's love during this season, I will be honest that it has taken a while to land on an answer. I went to bed with the prompt in my mind, hoping that maybe through dreams, God would remind me. And unfortunately I woke up blank. I, um, went to work thinking about it on my commute, nothing. And then finally around two o'clock in the afternoon, I was reminded. I have felt God's love through the woman that lives across from us. Her name is Mary and Mary has her blinds closed 24 seven. She has a solid wooden door with a doorbell that doesn't work. And the way her house is set up, when she is sitting in her, on her sofa, um, her, her back is to the exterior, um, wall of the home. However, Miss Mary always knows when a package arrives. And more recently, she has been calling me and quickly notifying me through a very stern voicemail. Carolyn, you have a package on your door. You need to go get it. And then hangs up. And when I come home from work, oftentimes she's on her porch and I stop and visit. And she tells me about Daniel's day as she watched him go in and out of the front yard. Um, She asks about my parents, um, asks about my work, says, I see Justin's riding a bike. She knows, she knows way more than I realized she would know, given that her blinds are always closed her door is solid and her back is usually to our home. And that was just a reminder of this all knowing concept, despite what looks like a house across the street that's closed off. So it's through Miss Mary and through the notifications I get of packages on my doorstep and her care for my family that I feel God's love. I hope that in this you are able to reflect. Maybe you have to spend some time and I would encourage you to, to realize where you have felt, seen, experienced God's love. Take care.
0: Thank you uh, for those words of encouragement, those stories and, um, this artifacts of reminders of God's enduring love. Thank you to everybody that was able to, uh, to share. For those of you that have posted on the social media streams, just a few things that we've been able to see and some of the testimonies. Thank you um, uh, to Chris and to the Gerald family and uh, your testimony of God's provision for housing for you guys, particularly in um, a challenging season of, of COVID. Grateful for that. Um, also, uh, some folks just grateful for Christ City's um, live stream. Which, um, which is is pretty amazing. Uh, um, also, want to um, recognize uh, some of these um, other testimonies Melissa um, posted that a couple of years ago. God pointed out a tree that was growing near her house and had a bunch of gnarls and scars on the trunk, but above the Gnarls was new growth and flowers growing, and so this tree has been a reminder to Melissa of the hard times and pain that's real, but that God brings life after them. And this is an image that she comes back to um, each morning, and she's grateful to God for the image and for the reminder of God's faithfulness. We're grateful with Anna for for work, having um, had to go through a round of layoffs, and know that many folks um, have had a different uh, experience but grateful uh, for the opportunities that she has um, I'm just scrolling through here and seeing other testimonies as um, even after the the end of this stream um, these videos and this um, the Facebook live stream they'll still be up they'll still remain up as um, Ebenezers and reminders to us of the ways that God's um, love endures forever and so you can leave your own. Testimony there and chat there. We have um, one more testimony. This one's going to be live. Um, some of you know that um, Antonio Love shows up uh, here at the office every Sunday. He has not missed a Sunday in the four years that he's been attending Christ City. Um, and uh, so he was undeterred and said, I'm just going to show up at the office. And so he has. And so I want to invite Antonio Love for, um, for our concluding testimony of God's enduring love.
8: Good morning, Church. This is uh, Antonio. Well, I'm, I'm no different from the rest of you. Like, I'm one of the child's guys just like Russia. I had the same features as you have. Eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. I'm here, there, and everywhere. I see people everywhere, especially watching children. Hey, I'm proud of them. If it's uptown, they're uptown. If it's downtown, they're downtown. Okay, I'm going to just talk about some things in general. How I function is it is like, you know, when I get up, I go about, I got places to go, things to do, and people to see. And I keep a part of the frame of mind, I don't have no cynicism or no pessimism in it. And I choose the people I deal with when I go about, come about, and go, see and everything. And I exercise at my age, like I exercise. I was doing 500 push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups and everything, I've been doing it for the past years and I'm amazed. I remember mean, one time I couldn't touch my knees. Cause your mind is one of the things, like I say, be in the world, not of the world. If you tell yourself something, you ain't gonna do it, you're not gonna try it. And I see the children, I was at uh, Lincoln Park. See this little girl, no, I was at I was down at um, Staten Park, and I counted the rungs around the park. And this little girl, I say, no, she ain't. She put one leg in there after the round, three hundred Fifty rungs, I, I say she going to pass up, but well, yes, she did it, she did it. And I seen when my, my my daughter, younger daughter born, I used to call her like a wolf. She'd you know, be on her toes like a wolf, and I say like she keep walking like it. She going to fall over bust her mouth, everything, so I'm saying like God, you know, like, He helps me out do things, you know, and He supplies me, and when I exercise in the name. I exercise the name, Father God, Jehovah, Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and when I go about like that. Uh, Holy Spirit is comfort for my soul, cause I had come across many ethnicities of people, everything, what they doing and everything. They say, how are you function? So, I got like I said, I keep a part of the frame of mind, like it was yesterday. My nephew, he uh. He'd been to Iraq and everything, so he'd brag about all the guns. Everybody say, We had guns in there? I say, sure, I had guns and everything. And I would tell him about the nomenclature of the gun. I say eventually you and like that. But I don't go out like that. I go out and, you know, keep a positive frame of mind. And I distance myself. Then they get so much upset about COVID virus and everything. I say, nah, i most of the time I'm distant from uh, you know, people and everything. I wash my hair maybe twenty thirty times, clean my fingernails all the time. And one dude say, your hands? say, okay, you go ahead with that while your hands so soft and everything like that. Okay, I put things where I got. When I get up, like I said, I got places to go, things to do, and people to see. And as in life, like you experience or something, so like you get ready to do the same thing I'm going to do. We're going to take you three, four hours, but I know what to do, so I got the wisdom to understand. I go ahead and quit. It's all over. Mm-hmm. And here was my daughter. I got one that's 23 and one that's 27, and my youngest mm-hmm. child is Three weeks old. Her name is Autumn Cheyenne, and that one is uh, Anaya. She's seven. So my daughter had audacity. I, she went online and got a place. She moved to Savage, Maryland. Okay, she was staying in Orlando over by Kenmore School. Well, okay, that like she had me come over. I broke down the bed and everything. Got everything. Sit up in the beds and everything. Cause I used to work for a prestigious company. I was teamsters, local six My overtime started after eight hours, not 40 hours. I'm gonna put the kids in the White House up there, move in four season hotel, put out Kenmore School, uh, uh Walmart out during the 70s and everything. And I and I meet a lot of people. And one of the Checker Club, I belong, Checker Club, and yesterday he gave me a ride home because I got Tom called here. Sam Cooke used to sing with him, and he still singing. he's 92. Okay, and like he watched and talked to the president last night at the Checker, Capitol Checker Club. And when I get up, when I go, every day, I you know, I just move around. I'm here, there, everywhere. So I think it was Wednesdays. I was bored because sometimes you get know, up. I went on Kennedy Center, walked right back from the Kennedy Center, went around Watergate. And believe it or not, Watergate was discovered accidentally. God went down, the door was open, and he closed the door. When he came back down, he saw a discrepancy. They keep opening the door and they was take the door back, he take the back. And he called the police. And look how that's how that would discovered. Uh, mm-hmm. As you go out here each and every day, when you go about like that, you know, it's charisma how you do. And Holy Spirit is, my, is, comfort, is a comfort for my soul. So yes. therefore, when I go about, I, I look around and I know how to speak to people. Mm-hmm. And what to do, you know, see, and I can help them. As many times, I don't push people several blocks in a wheelchair. Bought somebody something to eat, or help somebody out, change tide from time. And yet you know everything you know, and it's first time to change this tire. So you know each time you change tire, you go break it, go to the left. then loosen. It's counterclockwise because it's fine. So you got to turn it opposite direction. And they couldn't get out. If I did it. Then they all know. But well, when I go out here like that, I, I humble myself. I see mm-hmm. don't see. And many times, I come. I've been in a situation where people had got in fight. People had a gun and everything. I back off. And they try, you know, I don't please you could the reason why I come here, come here because like uh, this family here when I came to minor school and I say, what? I wouldn't tell them. Minor. Say this ain't no choice. Say, let me go down and see it for myself. And I got the word and, and everybody expressed the word, like Andrea, how she expressed it, like he uh, like Jason. He expressed the word. He put it in, in perspective and everything. Dot the eyes and cross the T's and everything. Yeah. and watching everybody got away. But you know, like when you come in, it's oh, the feeling. Like it. everybody, it's, it's a friendly. I've been to many churches. Got to be a certain way. I went to a church. He yeah, had took up a collection four times. Oh. And then like certain people got got to get up you jump all right now when you come and you sit right beside me. And you sit right beside me to get out like that and say, oh, what was the word? You ask me, you sit and beside me. But you got all important things in your life when you're going about, you're doing things. So you got things important in your life. I set this time aside right here. Well, I'm in here, I've been baptized and asked God, I've been saved and everything. If I should stumble and fall, okay, like mm-hmm. i will be mean, forgiven. I just don't go out and do things blatantly. I see it, don't see it, like that. If it's not broke. Don't fix it or add to it, and I'm always help somebody. Yeah. And like, and the purpose, like, uh E was to help Adam, like, as a mate. Okay, like, you help me by talking to me, by putting things perspective, and then I'm trying to hound this, trying to get this in perspective. I can't get it. You know somebody, you know somebody, put it, and money, came by. money mm-hmm. can't buy. Money can't. I've been places, and you had money, and you can't come in it. But he's a billionaire. You I mean you can't come in here? But I'm saying like it. Hey, where mountains will kill you, a lot of places. I was in a situation, I drove a Mr. Saucy Truck, and I was in a town that's been back a little while back, and I drive driving Mr. Saucy Truck, and the dudes was after him anyway, and finally caught up with him. I just so have to be with him, and they had me him then. They were going to me, and they were going to shoot me. And the dudes said, yeah, yeah, you would him, so he had to call them off, they were still trying to get me, and I got to walk and say, we got you. So when you get up, you go about doing things like, you know. This girl, and life is beautiful. When you go outside and find it, you be amazed each and every day, and you know the Lord, is, you know, like, He helps you out like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know that thing happened. Yeah. It's the Lord calling you, bro. <laughs> so when I, when I go about, and I see people, I always say, you, brother, love, you always like this, So you like I say, now nah, I say like, okay. When I first started out, I had three friends. Muggers were bootleggers. And they started when about 13 or 12 and he used to get it like that. But okay, I never did smoke, but he took the cigarette and puffed it and blew it on the t-shirt and I said, oh no, nah, it ain't for me, so I didn't smoke. I had smoked black and mild puff on it, but I don't smoke My father smoked black and mild. Weed, I had had quantity, I sold weed and done all these things, but as I got older, and I start going whipping. Two, three years, I done more in two, three years than you would do fifteen years. Mm-hmm. So I just put it away and everything. So I just think like when I come down here each and every day, just an inspiration. I set this time aside for me that not wait till the plane go down, pass and pray for me. Now you pray for yourself, you individual. Okay, each of those individuals so when I go about and everything, I conduct myself all the amount and everything, keep a part of the frame of mind, help somebody when you feed them, give them clothes and everything in your situation. And you know, if you be quiet, if five go out. Now, the same thing I was to say here now, this is truly crazy. I know what to do. My daughter moved to Salvage. Okay. She I went over there, packed up for my sister and she had to we filled up the van and put it and we go in there. She didn't tell me until you get there she ain't got the key. We backed up and we just we in the driveway, we in the parking lot right there, and backed up to the curb and get ready to go in. Discrepancy, because she got the place online. They can't find it. So I got you got my grandbaby, both my grandbabies, the one that's three months uh, three weeks old. The one that's uh, seven years old and all this furniture, and we can't go in. And all this time. We can't get in. So, you know, we stayed there for a while. So we left there and got hotel room. Went down and got hotel room. I was, I was waiting there while we were sitting out. And it was going to uh, get a lot for the bag. She got a, because she didn't drive in the Okay. Well, anyway, it's a pleasure talking to you all. You stay safe and continue praying and let go. This is the day the Lord has made. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. amen, amen,
0: that's a good word, that's a good word. Thank you, Mr. Love, thank you. Um, there's a few other uh, testimonies that have come through that, um, that um, I want to uh, speak to uh, from um, Claudia. Um, a little while ago on a Sunday, um, she went to Black Lives Matter Plaza with her viola. <laughs> And uh, she found a church group with snacks and free prayer signs, and they were singing and clapping and dancing and asked if she would join them. And so they worshiped together uh, loudly, uh, making a joyful noise to the Lord. And other people came with instruments and came over and joined and um, sharing testimonies and dancing and prayer requests. And At the end, the church group thanked uh, Claudia for, uh, for, uh, for playing with them. And it was in that moment that she experienced God's love and how they exclaimed prayers over her. Um, feel God's love uh, and how they welcomed and made themselves available to intercede uh, for people um, in the city. And then one other testimony that's um, on our social media feed. Um, Paul uh, writes that just grateful um, that landlords um, have uh, allowed he and Anna to to back out of the 30 day notice and just the ability to to be flexible um, housing wise in this um, really challenging, challenging season. Um, th- there's more, uh, and I'm sure there's some that I've that I've missed just trying to scroll through here, um, but um, but they're there for all of us to see. We can go and, and tune in, and then other folks that may have other words of encouragement or testimonies that they want to post. Um, again, just want to say that the chat's open, and um, I would love for you to um, to post those there.
6: Um, we've
0: been given gifts here, um, all of these testimonies, all of these words um, written, spoken over us, told to us. They're gifts to us. They're treasures for us. And, and a right response is for us to uh, proclaim together that God's love endures forever. God of enduring love, we thank you for these gifts these treasures that you have given to us in, the, in these vessels that are our brothers and sisters in Christ for all of the testimonies for all of the words that have been spoken to us and over us. From Easy, from Eric, from Ali, from Nara, from Caroline and Lucas, the testimonies that have come to us from the chat and the comments section. That Mr. Antonio loves testimony to us. God, they, they all point us towards you. They are signs and foretastes and shadows of you and your great love towards us. And for that, we say thank you.